Welcome to Boldly Lit and On Fire Podcast. My name is Jordani McCoy, also known as Coach Donnie. This podcast was created to deliver enormous value for my tribe. These are people that desire to live a life they are boldly lit and on fire about. And for those that currently live a little life and want even more clarity, certainty, and creativity. My tribe takes radical responsibility for their lives and value the feeling of excitement, expansion, and emotional freedom. Together, we are on the love train, baby, with the purpose of self-love and love for others. So let's get this party started. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Woo! Bowly lit and on fire! How are you? I have missed you. I've been away for a couple weeks, probably more than that. And you know what? Sometimes life happens, but I am back and I am pumped. I'm so, so grateful to be here. This episode is going to be something different, but something that I feel is important to to talk about, right? And I feel that it is not talked about enough. So this episode is regarding a post I created on Facebook The other day, if you don't follow me on Facebook, you can find me at Jordani McCoy. That is G-E-O-R-D-O-N-I. Last name is M-C-K-O-I. So I created a post on Facebook the other day, and the post was regarding empowered sex versus disempowered sex, right? And in the post, I talked about how, and I started with, with disempowered sex, and it was... So disempowered sex can look like this. And the examples that I gave were as women, right? We feel like it's a win-lose situation. And after we have sex, we feel like we have lost and he has won, almost like he took something from us. And some other examples I gave, which were really, really, really good, were the attachments that we have regarding sex, right? So sometimes, and I'm not not speaking for all women, okay, but I'm speaking for a lot of women. Sometimes we have an attachment such as, will he call me the next day? Will he judge me? Will I judge myself? Will he marry me? Will he want a relationship after this? Will he treat me better now that we're having sex, right? Will he be emotionally available now? Will he stop cheating on me now? Will he, you know, give me what I want? Will I finally get what I want, right? And the point of the post is that when we have sex, okay, for disempowered reasons, So when you have sex for any other reason besides a sheer desire and a sheer desire to connect with someone at the moment, then I I invite you to question, why are you having sex? Okay. So if you're having sex from a place of you are attached to a desired 
outcome and your desire, your attached your desire and desired expectation from that person, then what you have now officially done is you have you have placed all the power that you have, the power in your body, in your mind, in your soul, in your spirit, and you have literally handed it over to someone else. And that is a very, very, very disempowered place to come from. Now, we can come from a disempowered place, so we can come from an empowered place, right? We can come from a place of, I have sex, I'm choosing to have sex because I have a desire to connect with this person at this moment. I'm choosing to have sex because I have a desire to connect. It is not because I feel pressured. It is not because I feel that I owe him something. It is for no other reason besides a desire to connect with this person at this time. Okay. Now, why did, did this topic come up, right? I don't normally, I'm not a sex coach. I am a life coach. Well, we are sexual beings and sex is a part of life. So although I'm not a sex coach, sex is a part of life and how we look at sex can determine, right, how boldly lit and on fire we are about life. So if every time you have sex or this is a a lot of times for a lot of single women, uh, I'm sure some married women experience this at, at times as well, but I can't speak from their perspective, but I can speak from a single woman's perspective. Single women, we have our own set of challenges and and married women have their own set of challenges. However, sometimes single women get into these predicaments more than obviously a married woman would. So what I want to do and the intention of this podcast and the intention of me speaking up about this is to bring to light healthy conversations regarding sex, right? Sex sometimes is looked at as something negative and something that we want to judge. A lot of times sex is looked at as a place to judge women. And I can speak as a woman of color. I feel that we are even heavily, even more heavily judged than maybe some other women are. So I want to bring a different perspective. I want to bring a different light. Lord Jesus, can we please stop judging other women? Can we please stop judging ourselves? Can we please just stop judging other people when it comes in regards to sex? Okay, so where did this come from? Now, I'm going to share a little personal story and please grant me grace because right now I am a I am stepping into vulnerability and courage by sharing this because it's not always the most comfortable thing to share. But in my late 30s, I was diagnosed with a condition. It is called premature ovarian failure. So what happened was all my hormones just died. Like they just went to rest. I no longer really had a sex drive. And even if I attempted to have sex, it hurt like hell. So who wants to do something that constantly hurts all the time? So I had discussions with my gynecologist about it. And you know what? She, I, I did not feel like I was led in the right way. I didn't feel like she was efficient about it at all. So I finally went to a nurse practitioner and she actually diagnosed me within one visit. And then from after that diagnosis, we were actually able to have conversations regarding hormones. And it took me a while, but I actually found a healthy alternative to hormones 
Now, I do want to leave a disclaimer here that this this podcast is not regarding anything that I think you should do medically or that you should not do. This is not a medical podcast and this is not medical advice. If you're seeking medical advice, if this sounds like something that you can resonate with, I really need you to talk to your general practitioner or general nurse practitioner regarding this, not this podcast. So uh, moving on. So after I was diagnosed and, and I had to live life with, with no sexual drive, finally, when I cleared up my hormones, right, I started to feel kind of boldly letting on fire, if you know what I'm talking about. So eventually, after some time, it happened. And I'm going to tell you. That experience, that one experience really changed me. And it was a, um, I had an immense breakthrough. Okay. That, that's, that's what I'm going to, it's an immense breakthrough. What I learned after not having a sex drive for more than three years, what I learned was that having a sex drive is a gift. And it is not anything that should be judged. Am I saying that I feel now I just think that everyone should be promiscuous? Am I promoting that? Absolutely not. Am I promoting having sex early? Absolutely not. Am I promoting having sex late? Absolutely not. This is not about when, should, how, no. All I'm saying is that this topic is about having healthy conversations regarding sex. And instead of us looking at sex as something that's so heavy, right? And that's so judged upon, especially for women. Women judge women. Men judge women. Everyone judges women. And please don't let a woman say that she has a high sex drive, that she's very sexual. She will be judged, okay? So instead of us looking at that person and judging them, why don't we look at that person and say, hey, you know what? She has a healthy point of view regarding her body and she has a healthy point of view regarding sex. The reality is that life always wins and life as human beings would not exist if we did not have sex. So it is a part of our nature. We are sexual beings. So what I want to do again is have healthy conversations regarding sex, right? So I am now, okay, now because I had that experience and I know what it is to live without a sex drive and even live without that kind of contact with someone, I now look at it as a gift, right? I now look at it with an immense amount of gratitude that I did not look at it before. Because before I always looked at, and I can speak for myself, and I'm not speaking for all women, but I'm sure a lot of women do feel this way. I always looked at sex as it's something that's trying to be taken from me, right? It's something that I'm always being pursued for. So when you look at it that way, you feel like you have to hide it, right? You feel like, oh my God, I'm being chased for it, okay? So when you feel like you have to hide something, do you really have an opportunity to enjoy it? And for a lot of people, the answer is no, 
Okay. But when you have a different perspective, more of what my post talked about, an empowered perspective. And me, I learned that accidentally because I went without for so long and I just didn't have that kind of connection for so, so long. And then when I had it again, I was like, oh my God, what an immense amount of gratitude. This is a gift. This is a gift. And it is a gift, right, that helps us, okay, in the pursuit of being boldly lit and on fire again about our lives. So there is a certain connection that takes place when sex happens, when, when, when healthy, consensual sex happens, okay? Not just any sex, but healthy, consensual sex when that happens. So, and it's so, so funny, right? After I posted this, I had a girlfriend call me. She saw my post and she says, girl, I just want to tell you, I bought condoms. You know, I bought condoms. And, and I thought to myself, that's really, really awesome. That's an example of what empowered sex looks like, right? It is one example because at the end of the day, it's your responsibility to protect your body. It really, really honestly is. So I'm not saying that I think that people that have sexually transmitted diseases shouldn't be honest, right? I'm not saying that people that have something that, you know, maybe a secret, okay, or maybe maybe they're married and they're trying to, you know, act like they're courting you. And I'm not saying that they should not come out and tell the truth. No, I, I believe in truth. I believe in vulnerability. I believe in transparency. However, I also believe that it's extremely disempowering when you leave that up to someone else. So I'm a big proponent as a coach. There are three main things that I work with my clients about. And and one of them is own your story. And what is own your story? So own your story can be We can go from making sex, something that we judge, and it's so heavy. And like me, I used to be a big prude about it, right? So I changed my story. My my story changed, and it changed because of my life experience. My life experience was I went without due to, you know, hormonal reasons, due to a medical diagnosis. And I went without that connection for over three years. And because of that, and now that I have had the pleasure to experience that again, I now realize that it is something that I have immense gratitude for. Does that mean that I'm going to share it with everyone? Absolutely not. Does that mean that I'm going to change my timelines? Absolutely not. It doesn't mean should, will, shouldn't. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that sex is not something that I look at as heavy anymore. I look at it with extreme gratitude. It is a gift and it is another another way, right? Another opportunity to connect. It is absolutely another opportunity to connect. So I hope that this podcast, right, has given you, if you're a woman that maybe comes from a very religious background, right? Maybe you come from a very rules-based family. I hope that listening to this podcast and listening to this perspective at least challenges your perspective. I'm not asking for your perspective to change because that's none of my business at the end of the day. What you do and what you don't do, that's none of my business. However, however, I am speaking from a woman that was 
very rules-based, right? I was a prude. I definitely felt that there were certain things that needed to be checked off before that could happen. I definitely felt like after, after I was dating a guy for a while and we did, you know, have intercourse, especially if I waited a while, say if I waited three, four, five months after that experience, I was in fear. I was in fear because I felt like I lost. I felt like I gave him something that I can't get back. And what I did to myself at that moment by doing that was I put myself in an unnecessarily suffering state. Unnecessarily, I put myself in that state. Isn't that crazy? Nobody told me I lost. My, excuse my French, but my JJ didn't go anywhere. It didn't go anywhere. I still had it. I still had my sex drive. I still had the ability to have sex. Where did that story come from? I made that story up and I did not only make that story up. That story was a story that I made my own from society, maybe from, you know, cultural background, from different people's perspectives and other people's judgment. Okay. So I took their stories and I made their stories my own. So if you're listening to this podcast, right, and you have judgment for yourself regarding maybe you did have a sexual encounter with someone and maybe you felt like it was too soon, maybe he acted funny, maybe he didn't act funny, maybe you have very strong rules against, you know, with sex, that's fine. That's fine. I want you to be the most empowered version of yourself, whatever that version looks like, okay? What I don't want you to do is I don't want you to unnecessarily suffer. I don't want you to miss out on life. I don't want you to die tomorrow or next year or whenever it is that God calls you home and miss out on one of the pleasures of life, right? Because you are so busy being judgmental of yourself, I know that this topic is a little different and this topic might trigger some people. If it does trigger you, I invite you to look at why the topic of sex triggers you. Okay, what is it about sex that makes you uncomfortable? Because the reality is that's how you came to life. That's how I came to life. And if we all just stopped having sex, like the human race would no longer exist, right? And life always wins. Life is always going to win, regardless if we're here, regardless if we're not. So once again, thank you for listening. I hope that you get immense value from this topic. I have a funny feeling that if the right woman listens at the right time, This is going to be a different way to look at it. And once again, I'm going to repeat myself. There is no judgment around this. If you have strict rules, I want you to be the most empowered version of yourself, whatever she looks like. I just don't want you to unnecessarily suffer and not enjoy one of the pleasures that life has granted us. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Boldly Lit and On Fire Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. 
If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please reach out to me directly at boldly.lit at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in.